following has been pre-recorded for your listening and dancing pleasure. This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. My phone's been blowing up, which is great. I appreciate it all. And I'm going to Minden to see some great basketball. Because that's because you're Doug Duda. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. I'm getting the tuna sandwich with lots of lettuce on it today. <laughs> you like the tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. I'll like never it. have to fight you for that. Nope, that'll be mine. I will never have to fight you. That's my that. favorite. That's, that's my go-to sandwich. Your flavor is? Yes. All of them? Yes. Okay. A little spicier, the better. Okay. Because if I'm going to bite into something, I want it to kick back. So, you know, mild, eh, medium, eh, hot, yes. Yeah. As much as I hate to get away from the award-winning last five minutes yeah, that we we've yeah. had on this yeah. show, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 and 1550 AM, and now 92.1 and 92.7 FM. You know, when you have this many papers, Jimmy, I don't know what happens to them. I don't know where they go. They just mysteriously disappear. But all these piles here went down. And not far enough. I'm going to do some cleaning on my side because I've got dates here that say uh, Texas San Antonio football. Now, coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Need a vehicle? Think Midway.com. Yeah, I try to do toaster. Sometimes I just don't have time to put it in the toaster. been a lively little show so far. Um, certainly been worth everything I paid to listen to it. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Doug and Daddy Show on this opening day of February. Glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda, Brandon Bennett's with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. You just heard the NFL Network report. Well, now reporting that the commanders have filled their head coaching job, taking Dallas Cowboy defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. And that fills them all up, which unless Andy Reid retires means Bill Belichick is not going to be coaching an NFL football team next year, which is, I guess on one side, I think staggering to many of those that cover the sport nationally on a daily basis. I can't wait to hear a little bit of this, probably uh, during the downtime between now and the Super Bowl. I think even if Andy Reid does retire, which first of all, I don't think he will, but if he does, I can't imagine Bill Belichick being a good fit in Kansas City. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. But uh man, I think if he sits out it's got wow, it just it's it is amazing to me. Uh and again, none. Maybe this one. When you talk about a splash hire, were there any? No. I mean seriously, even to the averagely kind of up to date NFL fan, how many of the new head coaches could you name right now? And I'm not quizzing you. I'm no. just saying, of the new guys, how many could you actually name? And this has all taken place in the last couple of weeks. How many None. could you actually name? None. Yikes. So Mike Vrabel's out. No Bill Belichick. Kind of weird how this is all playing out. We're going to talk with Anthony Noreen, the head coach of the Tri-City Storm, coming up here in just a moment. Uh, the state wrestling duels are going to be in Kearney on Saturday. Ravenna among the teams that are going to be there. We'll talk with their coach, Trey Rossman. Then we go right into districts, so we'll get a little preview of how things look from his perspective. Also talk a little basketball, what happened last night. And I'll, I'm going to throw this down because it was a headline in one of the newspapers this morning. Nebraska men play Wisconsin tonight. Right. I know some folks that are going. Should be a great time. They're the number six team in the country. They already beat Purdue. Maybe there's something in the sauce because Northwestern about got them for the second time this year and the third straight time last night uh, as the game went to overtime. But obviously Chucky Hepburn, the Bellevue West grad, the star, is a part of this basketball team. And it said something to the effect of, Chucky will once again hear the boos, but blah, blah, blah. Why in the hell would you boo Chucky Hepburn if you're at Pinnacle Bank Arena tonight? This isn't even close to the Jerry Krause thing. Why would you boo Chucky Hepburn? The kid went to a place that he wanted to be. 
He is playing extremely well. He's the star of their team, basically, and he's from Nebraska. Why in the why would you waste your time booing Chucky Hepburn? He hasn't done anything to you. He hasn't done anything to the state. He didn't come here. Nebraska basketball wasn't any good. Why would you boo Chucky Hepburn? That's the consistent contradiction that I've never understood about the Nebraska fan base overall, whether you're talking football or basketball or whatever, because the Nebraska faithful would not stand it if one of their players, if they had a player from New Jersey that was a leader on this squad going to Rutgers and that player got booed playing at Rutgers, or if it's a player from Ohio and you're going to Ohio State and that player got booed in Columbus. Nebraska faithful would be up in arms. How dare they? Then all of a sudden, at least certain contingents, are likely going to boo this guy for making, as you said, the decision that you hope every young man or woman makes. You go to where the best fit is, culturally, and I know you're going to roll your eyes at that one, but team fit in terms of play on the floor, oh yeah, and where he or she is going to get the best education for whatever major they are going to pursue. So Nebraska wouldn't like it if the shoe was on the other foot, but somehow it's okay for Nebraska to do it. I've never understood it. Well, again, we'll see how things play out tonight. KHAS Big Ten Network will have coverage of the game. Our pregame is set for 6.30. Nebraska women beat Purdue last night 68-54. The Creighton women beat Marquette. 76 to 71. UNK basketball is at Northwest Missouri State tonight, and uh, the UNK wrestling team will take on Grandview tonight at home. Should be a good game in Maryville. No, it won't. And one, if I if I would have said that again, one you maybe would, one of them maybe the women's game will be very competitive because they've both. If you look at who they've played and how they've played them, very very similar. And then the men play. Let's talk uh, Tri-City Storm Hockey. They have uh, actually put the tent away. They have uh, put the bus back in the corner of the barn. Uh, They're going to let it sit there. The weather's nice. They're going to stay home. The head coach, Anthony Noreen, the voice, Kendall Grayson, with us in studio. Welcome home. Good to be home. (laughs) How many miles total? How many drivers? How many oil yeah, changes? It's a that's a great question. Kendall's probably more versed in that stuff than me. To me, once it gets over like five hours, it's all the same. It's going from here. Obviously, we were to Lincoln and back, and then to here to Fargo, Fargo to Sioux City, Sioux City back here to Madison, Madison back here to Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls back. So. Yeah, quite a few miles. A lot, of, a lot of movies. Any fights on the bus you had to break up? No, anything interesting? Not, 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 you know what's funny? The, the days of like watching movies on the bus, yeah. those are kind of over. It, you know, like guys watch their own personal stuff. But I remember like when we played, you'd get on the bus and someone would throw on, I don't know, slap shot or yeah. you know, wedding crash or something. You want like that's just what you did, and then it, that doesn't really happen. Anymore. So in in football, as in hockey, if I'm going to pass you the ball or the puck, I don't pass to where you are now. I pass to where you're going to be. So when you make a trade for a player like a goalie, do you tell him to meet you where you're going to be three days from now? The, the, the or do cra- you have him come to Kearney and then you FedEx him to The wherever? crazy thing is he was coming from Dubuque, which is an hour from Madison. So I let's make it easy. We're leaving to go to Madison in 36 hours. Do you want to meet us there? And I think it tells you the type of kid that he is. He's like, if there's practice tomorrow, I'm going to leave. I want to be there. And so he got in the car, drove so all smart. the so drove, drove all the way to Kearney, and then obviously we went to Madison the next day. So, man, at least he knew the way. Yeah, you know, interstates it's help. It's pretty easy to find the way in our league. <laughs> well, you 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 brought it up, so let's get into the moves that you have made here. Uh, again, when we discussed, and I kind of alluded to this in one of our previous conversations, it's hard to talk about. Hey, we need to do this because then all of a sudden, one of the guys on the team go, "Hey, uh, you know, one of our defensemen or one of our forwards or one of our goalies probably going to be moved here." Uh, but talk about making this move to get a goalie. Yeah, the, it, I mean, it was a it was kind of a multi piece move. So number one, we felt like we wanted to have a goaltender that would be back next year. Both of our guys were scheduled to be out the door. Um, obviously, it's the most important position. Um, we felt like Thatcher. 
is the best young goaltender in the league. He's probably the youngest goaltender in the league, period. Yeah, only 17 um, for those he, that He's a know. guy that's highly rated on NHL Central Scouting. He's big. He has all the tools, just like any other position. It's it's going to take time, but we felt like, hey, we've got a good infrastructure here goaltender-wise. It kind of made sense for us to bring in a guy that could be here for the next year and a half. And we also have confidence that, you know, when he does go in the net this year, he's, he's more than capable. So, you know, it allowed us to do that, but also it opened up an import spot for us. So moving Ivan opened up an opportunity. You're only allowed to have four non-North American players. So moving him out, bringing Thatcher in, allowed us to bring in another non-North American. Um, so we were in, able to bring in Siva, who's from Kazakhstan. He was playing in the KHL. I mean, the KHL, for the people who don't know, it's it's the second best league in the world next to the NHL. Um, it's There's a lot of former NHLers there. Um, you know, Every year the NHL salivating to try and get the best player from there to come over to the NHL. Um, for him to be doing it at that age is, is impressive. And it's not like he lit up the league, but it, again, to, to, to be able to just stay afloat and play in every every game, every shift in that league. He's he's a guy that we feel is going to help us here down the stretch. I learned something new today. I would not have guessed that the Kazakhstan hockey no, league. No, K- the KHL is the is the continental, continental hockey league oh, it's in okay. Russia. Okay, so right. there there right. are some teams okay. outside of Russia. All right, um, All right. but for the most part, it's 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 the Russian professional league. You said Kazakhstan and then KHL. I thought I, that was yeah, it. And I'm like, I, I would not have guessed yeah, that. So thank you for correcting me. Yeah, they spelled that. continental with a K over yeah. there. Okay, so, all right, yep. good, good to know. When I did read the press release, I guess I, I saw something that I I don't know if I've ever seen or rarely seen. You brought in a 20-year-old uh, halfway through the season here in uh, in this young man from Kazakhstan. That's what it says anyway. Just, just yeah. turned 20. So, But ha- having said that, he's eligible to be back next year. Okay. So he's he will, the schedules, he'll be with us this year, and he's still eligible to, to play with us all of next year. So we're just going to call him Sivo because Sivo. His, his first name starts with a V. Yep. Try and, try and pronounce that for us, Doug. Well, I think I said Sivolod Logvin is the way I said yeah. it. But, you know. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's in the <laughs> ballpark, and nobody else knows if I was right or wrong right. anyway. So there you go. Uh, so are, are, do we have to make another roster move? No, that's – we again, we had the opening to do that. Um, we had some flexibility and didn't need to drop anyone or anything like that. So, again, he's a guy that – like I said, both those guys next year and a half here and, and you know, hoping that they're two big acquisitions. Obviously, we, we – up to that point, we had made the least amount of transactions in the league. Um, obviously, to make that kind of three – player transaction in one day um you know i don't know if we'll do much other than that but we felt like that was you know those were kind of moves we wanted to make and i feel like i should know this but i need to ask out of legitimate curiosity when is your deadline to make roster moves where your roster is set for the remainder of the season yeah so that's going to be uh the end of february February. yeah so we we've got still uh throughout the rest of this month here if we want to make any sort of acquisitions, trades, drops, things like that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the way the team played. I guess first overall, I want to do the whole seven games. Yeah. We broke it down every week. But to pick up points in almost every game, and a lot of these went to shootouts and overtime, yeah. uh, pretty impressive and against some of the better teams in the league. Yeah, I mean, you get points in six out of seven, and I think – listen, having gone back and look at it, you feel like, man, you would have loved to have won five of them, six of you know. It, that's it's easy to say that after the fact. If you would have told us before we went on this trip we're going to get points in six out of the seven, I think we all would have taken it. Obviously, you start it in Fargo, you get a big win there. Um, you know, the third game you're in Sioux City, you're down a goal. It's your third and three. You score a goal with two seconds left to tie it. You get a point there. Um, you go in and play a really good Madison team, tough team to beat. They beat you Friday night. We come and probably play our best game of the season, I would say, on Saturday and, and, and get two points. Then you go into Sioux Falls, again, after getting right back off the bus, going right back out to play a Tuesday game against a really good team and find a way to get a point there. So, again, we want to start turning these one points into two points, but it's it's a find-a-way league. you got to find a way to get points, and you, and you keep yourself in the thick of it, If especially during tough stretches, if you find a way to do at least get one. We've talked about those times where the team has had some time off this is exactly the opposite of that. How is the team doing right now in terms of fatigue level? They call it load management now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, also with morale, you know, how is the team doing overall? The, the morale's awesome, and Kendall's been around the guy. Like it's, I think we've taken a huge step character-wise, team-wise, 
just buy-in wise, all those things, and you hope that that's what a road trip like this does to you, that it brings the group closer. And I think we've done a really good job of that. Um, you know, there's really no such thing as load management right now with, <laughs> with the game load we're playing. But I think you could see based on, you know, one of the things I didn't talk about is just we were shorthanded a lot of our top players during that whole stretch. I mean, you go that whole stretch of games with no Artemi Nizamiev, with no August Falloon, one of our captains, you know, Nick Rukanakis missing five out of the seven games, you know, and uh, Alex Bales, who's running our top power play, misses the last two games. So, like, we're missing some some key guys, and you're still finding ways. So, again, there's bumps and bruises. Um, we're going to have another key guy out tomorrow night's game. It, it just is going to happen. It's just, again, we've probably got to be a little bit smarter when we look at the schedule of, you know, going through things like this and saying, hey, this probably doesn't make sense. But I also think... You know, some maybe sick part of me thinks when you see the hard thing in the schedule, like, good. You know, let's, this this is going to be good for our guys. And, again, I think it's why guys come out of our league and they are so ready for whatever level of hockey they go to. Nothing phases them because they've been through things like this. Well, uh, some teams now, once again, a little bit familiar with. Uh, what about uh, what we're going to see this weekend? Yeah, so Des Moines, I mean, we've seen them once. We went into their place. It was a great game. One, we kind of feel like maybe we stole. We scored 30 <laughs> seconds left. We wind up with two points. They wind up with none. It probably should have been an overtime game. Um, and then, you know, it's pretty crazy. I think we've only played Omaha once. You know, at this point last year, I think we played them seven times. So we've only played them once. We've only played Des Moines once. Um, obviously, you know, a team in Omaha we're going to see a lot of in the second half. And a team in Des Moines that, you know, I think they had a slow start. Then they had a, you know, took off and had a real heater and maybe, are, you know, kind of back in the grind of it now. But they're going to be hard games, I think, especially given the lineup that we're going to have out there. Um, we're going to bring in Cam Springer, an affiliate player who played some games with us earlier in the season, just for some depth. And, and obviously we're excited to see Siva. We're excited to see Thatcher. Um, you know, and their performances getting out there. Lots of stuff going on on the ice. KG, I want to bring you in because I'm going to be there in my suite on Saturday. Good. Talk about those off-ice fun things going on. Yeah, so you mentioned Saturday's game. I've heard we've already got over 2,000 tickets out for that game. So um, I don't know if it'll end up being our largest attended game of the season. You know, trying to project what, you know, walk-up's going to be is, is tough. But it's going to be one of them. Um, so we're expecting a really good crowd there. We've got our $5 Kids Friday promotion for tomorrow night's game, Friday night's game. And then we've got our Nebraska Lottery um, Sunday package that typically would be available, and it was available, but we've already sold out of it. So I think Sunday crowd, Sunday's crowd is going to be good as well. Um, we've got our Scout Night on Sunday, specialty sweaters on Sunday, post-game auction. Um, we're going to have two players, I think, for Friday and Saturday's games after the game signing off autographs so um yeah that's what we have going on and i think the crowds will be good just you know in part in part because of how long we've been away and um it'll be good to get back home and and see these teams and yeah and then i got an email yesterday yep about the thank you promotion going on two free tickets two free ticket vouchers for the game on saturday the 10th so not this saturday but next Saturday, if you've attended a Storm game, you get two free ticket vouchers for next Saturday's game at 6 p.m., and all you have to do is call in and get two free tickets. Yeah, so uh, that should be a really good deal also, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing our home fans. I've, I've been mentioning it you know, on the, on the away broadcast over the weeks is you know, really looking forward to getting back and, and seeing some of the familiar faces, whether it's our all-face officials or season ticket holders that I run into on the concourse. It's, uh, it's always more, for, more uh, fun to play a home game than a road game, so uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be good to be back. It's been great to be with the guys the last few weeks. As Coach said, the team's coming together nicely, I think. And, um, yeah, it's good to be home. And it's Groundhog's Day tomorrow, so do you oh, pull some good. kind of a prank on Saturday when you get back in there and just replay Friday's game, or or how do you do that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you uh, kept me up to speed on that one because, like Coach said, we unfortunately we, we miss a lot of major holidays but just because of the way I our mean, schedule goes. You said that it was the beginning no of idea. February. Yeah. I was like, oh, Same. wow, that's interesting. Kendall, uh, I, I suppose one more here, yeah, which I know yeah, is yeah. probably not fair, but you're the spokesman here. Yep. Uh, there was – an issue last week with some of the fans. Uh, there was supposed to be a public skate. It didn't happen. Is there any update on uh, why and what that means, and will it affect anything with the home games this weekend? Yeah, so we were gone. Um, I heard that they had an issue, I think, with the pipes that, that were frozen, and, and that's been corrected. I think they fixed that on Tuesday on the way up to Sioux Falls. I got a message that that had been taken care of. So, um, yep, that's something that happened with the cold weather, unfortunately, and uh, it, it won't affect the games tomorrow. We'll be good to go, um, not just tomorrow, but uh, for the full weekend. So, so I think they're working on getting that rescheduled, the, the public skate session. And, um, yeah, in fact, they, 
sent me something, I think, to update the website with this morning. So, yeah, we should be good to go. But, yeah, this, this weekend will be fine. I think that's that's what caused that. Stupid warm weather it, thawing yeah. out pipes. <laughs> what the heck? And stupid cold weather causing pipes <laughs> to freeze. Let's be let's be real here. No doubt about it. Uh, we talked a little bit about it and getting the points. At what point do we watch where we are in the standings saying, hey, this will get us a home game. This won't. We're not playing for the league title this year in the regular season, but you're kind of on the bubble there in the four, five, six hole. Yeah, right I, I think it's, you know, really when you start looking at that a little bit closer to trade deadline. Because, you know, it's more so like, okay, who might be selling? Mm-hmm. You know, a team that might be out of it. Hey, we're, you know, who might be buying? If they're going to buy, would we rather be the person that buys that play? You know what I mean? Things like that. So you, you got to be cognizant of it and I think really, I've always felt in the league from mid-February to mid-March is really where the league separates. You start seeing some some separation in playoffs. So and maybe not. Maybe this year will be the year where the parity stays. Um, and there aren't a bunch of guys that are traded at the deadline, which you know brings one team down, pushes another team up. Because um, I, I think it's pretty tight right now on both sides. So that's the hope. You know, the goal is that we want it to be parity and not you know major fire sales from teams. But it seems to just always be the case. That, you know, some team feels like they're out of it and some team feels like they has a ch- have a chance and again i think the moves we made those were really the key ones we wanted to do and we'll see what comes up here in the next couple weeks all righty boys uh we'll let you roll on out of here and uh, see what it's slushy out there and snow melting and all kinds of good stuff uh we'll uh, have storm hockey friday saturday and sunday all at home and uh we'll see you guys next week sounds good thanks guys anthony noreen kendall grayson of the tri-city storm sevo is the newest member of the team. Wouldn't be the first time that we've had somebody who, whether it's here or UNK or other places, that has a name that was unique enough, and they went by a nickname. We had Junebug last a uh, couple years ago at the, the offensive line for UNK, if you remember that. Well, we went through this yesterday a little bit, talking about Lopers. I mean, tennis players, Jasmine Zamorano, Maxim Kulish, and then there's a new soccer player, which our debate was, does every last name of someone from Iceland start with Thor? It could be. Or son, S-E-N-S-O-N, at the end of the last name. Anna Thorhall's daughter. Not everybody can be Benitez or Dutta. <laughs> Take a break. The Doug and Taddy Show brought to you by P.J. Smith Seeds, your Fontenelle hybrid dealer for corn, soybean, sorghum, and alfalfa. You can like him on Facebook. Check him out online at pjsmithseeds.com. Commitment to all of their customers is a successful growing season, being by your side to answer questions and solve problems, not just during the seed recommendation process, but all season long. Planning through harvest. No customer too big or too small. They're ready to help in any capacity they can. Contact P.J. Smith Seeds, your Fontenelle hybrid dealer, two nine three fifty four sixty eight. The year was 1979. Rocky Balboa was champ. Rocky Geyser was embarking on a real estate career. Balboa's next fight was Clutter Lane. Rocky Geyser's was 20% interest rates. Through all of his battles, inflation, recession, regulations, Rocky Geyser has always answered the bell. For 40 years, I've been in the ring with my clients sweating the details. Call Rocky Geyser of REMAX Executives today or log on to OneRocky.com. Put Rocky in your corner. When the passing of a family member occurs, too often loved ones have too little information on planning the funeral. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl developed their website to provide both information and comfort, etiquette, and common sense. Visit hlmkfuneral.com. The more you know, the better they can provide additional comforting guidance during life's most trying time. Horner, Liskey, McBride, and Kuehl Funeral and Cremation, providing steady, comforting service as they have for nearly 100 years. Today's weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau agents Matt Myers and Rich Peters. When it comes to protecting your family, home, cars, and farm or ranch, you can count on your local agents to help you get the coverage you need. Contact Matt Myers and Rich Peters in Kearney today. Securities and services offered through FBO Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. It's been years since you graduated, but your college team is yours for life. You can also have a Farm Bureau agent for life and auto and home and business insurance. Imagine that. One agent for everything. It's that simple. So get a Farm Bureau agent for life. In Kearney, call Rich Peters and Matt Myers at Farm Bureau Financial Services, 308-234-4922. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company. Securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services.
Doug and Daddy's show, getting you ready for lunchtime on this Thursday. Why not the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, the best of both worlds in downtown Kearney, where they have lunch specials every single day, including the weekends when you throw in the pulled pork on Saturday and the uh, chicken fried steak on Sunday. And this week, wall supplies last. It is the special special chicken and dressing with mashed potatoes and Texas toast for ten twenty nine. Homemade chicken gravy over the top of it. Wall supplies last Monday through Thursday at your Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill. And, of course, get your favorite everyday uh, burgers and pizza and maybe try that peppercorn steak. It is the best thing there is going at the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill. Come on in and enjoy your sporting events as well, including Husker basketball tonight when they take on Wisconsin. And... You felt like you were leading me into something, and so I was I was waiting for you to complete your thought there. Nebraska is favored in the game tonight by a point and a half. We brought this up with Jimmy yesterday. He thought maybe Wisconsin by two, two and a half. Right. Nebraska is favored at home over the number six team in the country after just looking horrific Saturday against Maryland. It just tells you. The ebbs and flows of college sports. And also, if you're playing at home, where they've obviously beat the number one team in the nation, playing on the road at Rutgers, we know how that last nine minutes of the ball game went. So part of it is where you're playing, and obviously it's who you're playing. See how it all plays out tonight. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> because because we can talk about it here in a moment. Uh there's just some things I want to bring up with you. Okay. And, and I, I'm looking forward to that. We're going to talk to Trey Rossman. He is the head wrestling coach at uh, Ravenna here in just a little bit. A couple other things that we want to throw out is uh, what we hadn't talked about yesterday. More basketball coming up tonight. Kearney Catholic girls are at Adams Central, and we've got plenty of radio games for you. Uh, tonight, girls semifinals in our area conference tournaments in the Lou Platte on the Vibe 98.9 from Wood River. Wood River will take on the defending state champion from Centura. That's at 6, followed at 7.45 by Ravenna, taking on St. Paul. Ravenna actually won the tournament last year. Then in the Fort Kearney Conference here on ESPN, they will be at Kearney High tonight. It'll be Overton and Wilcox-Hildreth at 6.30, followed by SEM and Elm Creek at 8 o'clock. Twin Valley Conference, they are playing in Shelton tonight. The Lady Bulldogs take on Kennesaw at 6, followed by Silver Lake battling Blue Hill at 7.30. Also, the Southern Nebraska Conference continues tonight. And wrestling, the Southwest Conference meet is today at Cozad. Tomorrow, Keaton Gracie, Minden wrestling coach, is going to stop in and uh, chat with us, uh, review the conference tournament, and then also uh, talk about his team and the state duels. So we've got that going on. Congratulations to the Kearney boys and Grand Island girls winning district bowling titles yesterday and heading on to the state tournament, which will be next week in Lincoln. Nebraska baseball has also picked up a commit for the class of 2025, a pitcher out of Louisiana. Lane Fenske uh, had come up and got an offer at the Huskers prospect camp in mid-January. Fastball in the low 90s, it says, has a good slurve. Now, there's, there's more than just, you know, change up and fastball and curveball and slider and screwball, and now we got slurve and sweeping pitches, and they're just making up terms anymore for this stuff. I truly don't understand it. And why is it that when someone is, is advertised like that, they've got a great fastball slurve? <laughs> well, obviously, you're going to go, th- you're gonna go, th- go and throw more than two pitches. So why is it that you only talk about those two? Because everyone knows if you've got those two good pitches to look for those two pitches, what about the other pitches that are truly going to find you either off speed or out of your regular what you're looking for? So what else does he have besides the fastball slurve one-two combo? But if you can bring a kid in that's throwing fastballs in the low 90s to start for you, wow. that's, that's pretty good bait. That's pretty, it's, that's pretty good. Hopefully for the That's big very good. Run. Yes, first time they've got a Louisiana kid in since uh, 2008. They said that's digging deep into the archives. Yeah, well, that's what we do for you. Try to pull things up. I appreciate that. Let's talk a little high school wrestling. The Nebraska State Duels are at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds Saturday, uh, getting underway with B and C at nine. A and D are going to go at ten thirty, and Ravenna. 
uh, 12-1 and one in their duels this year, has found a way to get in there as the number three seed. They will get Loomis in the opening round and to talk about that and about his team, Trey Rossman, the head coach at Ravenna. And Coach, thanks for the time, and congratulations on qualifying for the duels. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you. Talk about... Is that a goal on the whiteboard at the beginning of the year? Some people really have dual teams. Some have tournament teams. Some want to work hard to get into that, and you never know because then it gives you an opening weekend. You move your schedule around. Uh, what was the thought for uh, your coaches and your team about uh, trying to get into this dual tournament? Sure. I mean, you know, I think reaching state duels is always the goal of the team, you know, if you want to be team-oriented. But, you know, we missed out on it last year and left a – bit of a sour taste in our mouth and we knew we wanted to get back to Kearney and we're fortunate enough to rest of the schedule we didn't be able to earn that number three seed like you said. In order to make it through that entire roster of who you're going to bring give us the rundown real quick who's wrestling at what weights and then what well, do you don't have? Don't give on? me all 14 weights. No not all <laughs> no. the highlights how about that how about that coach? Well you know we'll be able to fill all 14 weights you know we'll you know, might have to do some bumping just depending on the matchups. But, you know, from about 120 to probably 165, that's where you might see us do a little bit of bumping and shifting around. But, you know, all of our kids are outstanding. They put a lot of work in, and they deserve to have the spotlight over this weekend. What would you say about uh, the way this team has wrestled? And I, I mentioned a dual team versus a, a, a team that uh, maybe scores a little bit better in invites, what it takes to get these duels in the win column and a lot of the old conference foes, of course, you see throughout the year. How would you say your team has wrestled? We last saw you a couple of weeks ago at conference. Yeah, and, you know, conference is, is crazy because, you know, that's when all the weather cancellations happened and everything. So we were, you could tell that everyone was rusty not being on the mat in almost two weeks. But, you know, conference, we wrestled okay. I mean, we got a lot of all-conference medalists but then uh i think the next week when we had two meets on tuesday and then friday that's where we really started to hit our stride again and uh i'm just proud of them respond to adversity because weather cancellations you can't dictate what mother nature says or throws at you but they responded the right way and that's how i know they knew they were going to respond Trevor Rossman, the head coach of the uh, Ravenna wrestling team with us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. You kind of mentioned where you might be able to bump some guys around. You're able to bump them around because they're all really good in there. We always talk about, you know, you might have a room that has a bunch of uh, lightweight guys. Maybe they're heavyweight guys. They work out against each other. There's always a, a group in there that you can do that. And really from 26 to 57, you've got a lot of guys that are either state rated or could be state rated, starting with the Wiedemeyer boys. Yeah, Wiedemeyer boys, you know. They're just hard workers. They just get it. They're just tough farm kids. Come from a good family, tough family. Uh, one thir- that's 126 and 32. 38, we got Grady Rasmussen, and he's just been consistent for us all year. Just tough, gritty, knows lights come on. That's when he rests the best. 144, we got Carter Jasnock. He's a two-time qualifier for us, and he's just – he was a little slow coming out of the gate with his injury suffering football, but he really started to pick it up in the last couple weeks. 150, we have Morgan Treffer, and then 57, Caden Larson, and those are definitely our de facto leaders on the team, and they set the tone in the practice room, and they just do a great job of just pushing everyone and all those, all our kids do. It's a great room. There's a lot of uh, times when we bump kids up to wrestle heavier in practice, maybe sometimes lighter, but they all push each other, and they push each other to get better. Coach, uh, what can you tell us about Loomis? I haven't done a big scouting report on them. It would seem that maybe they'd have a few opens, and those are so key in these dual weights. But what do you know about Loomis? Uh, well, I can tell you we've wrestled them quite a bit this year. <laughs> but uh, this tough. Coach Freeman's got them wrestling really well. But like I said, we just got to take it one match at a time. We've got to focus on scoring the next point, getting bonus points when we're able to, and just wrestling to the best of our ability. So I'm not going to let you take it one match at a time, Trey. You know that. I want to talk about the field as a whole. And Aquinas, who I think is probably uh, everybody's odds-on favorite to win in Omaha here later this month, they're actually the two seed. Most likely you would see them in the semifinals, and then Sutherland's the one seed. What What do you think about the way the, the bracket overall looks for you guys? You know, I thought we got a really good draw coming out of the gate. But, uh, you know, Aquinas, is that's a big – that's a big duel. If we can get there, that's a district opponent right there. So we'd have a lot of opportunities for head-to-heads for district seeding next week. Um, you know, Aquinas is Aquinas, though. We respect them. 
But if we get the opportunity to wrestle them, we're not going to be scared, not going to be intimidated. We're going to come out guns blazing, and we'll just let the results fall as they may. And then Sutherland, they've done a great job of building their program up, to be, being consistently rated at the top of the state. And if we're fortunate enough to get to the finals to face them, if they emerge on the top side, same same philosophy, let her fly, and then the results are going to be what they are. Trey, do you got is everybody healthy, ready to go for you right now? You talked about filling the yep. weights. What's it look like there? Yep, everyone's healthy, ready to go. Uh, we'll have a full lineup, and we're just excited for this opportunity. Then uh, districts right around the corner, and with the uh, serpentine system, uh, you're going to be gassing up the vans to head all the way down to Weeping Water. What does it look like for you as far as the strength of that D1 district? I mean, there's it's deep. D1 district's very deep. Um, but I think we match up really well with a lot of the teams there. Uh, there's going to be certain weights that obviously are deeper than some, and that's the same in every district. But I like where we're sitting right now. And we're excited. You know, it's going to be a fun next three weeks. It's hard to believe that postseason's already here, though. <laughs> Aquinas is in their district, too, down there. Yikes. At, at Weeping Water. And and then there's some other area teams, Shelton, Sandy Creek, South Loop, Sutton. They're all going to be, Bertrand's going to be down there uh, as well. Uh, just for the folks that kind of start paying attention about this time of the year, Trey, who's been uh, maybe some of the most impressive teams that you've gone up against or a wrestler or two that – uh, people need to keep an eye on as we get ready for state in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, last week up at Ore, we wrestled a couple of really tough Class D teams in uh, Battle Creek, Logan View, and Broken Bow. I mean, Broken Bow, you guys know as well as I do, they've established an identity with their team, and they run with it. Um, Class D, you know, we've seen, we've traveled all over the state. Uh, you know, there's just a whole handful of kids, handful of teams that we don't see, which is f- we're fortunate for that. Um, but you know, every team that we've ran across, they have tough kids, have tough kids at certain weights. Um, but I can't pinpoint it. On that. I can't pinpoint it to one team or just a few individuals. They're all tough and anyone can be beaten on any given day. All right, Trey. Hey, we'll let you get back to, uh, your day here and uh, we wish you best of luck Saturday at the uh, state duels and we'll see you soon. Good luck to the Jays. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Take care. Yeah, you guys you bet. Trey Rossman joins us here on the Duncan Daddy Show, talking about the state wrestling duels coming up. Again, that is Saturday at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. B and C will go at 9, and then A and D will be at 10.30. The semifinals are at 2. The championships are at 6.30, but wrestling going all day long. And I mean, just on paper, you're looking at Ravenna probably maybe wrestling for third and fourth, which I think would be a heck of a uh, way to get ready for districts because I think they're going to be the favorite over Loomis. I don't think anybody's going to be the favorite over Aquinas. And then we'll see how things play out after that. There could be some pretty good uh, ones out there. And we encourage you also go to any wrestle. Uh, they preview everything that there is in wrestling and we get to talk with the guys there uh, quite a bit as well. And especially when you heard coach mention at the beginning of the interview, didn't make it to the dual championships last year to be able to be the three seed this year. Big ups for them. Doug and Daddy's show is brought to you by our friends at Husker Sit and Sleep. John and the gang are there seven days a week at 1907 Central Avenue, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday, 1 to 4. There's no pressure sales. They've got the same low prices every day. And you can even check it out on the website, huskersitinsleep.com. Husker, sit, the letter N, sleep.com. They've got the best prices in town. And that doesn't mean it's junk because it's brand new furniture and mattresses, all with the manufacturer's warranty. They just have the low overhead, which means lower prices at Husker Sit and Sleep. See them on Central Avenue in Kearney seven days a week or visit them at huskersitandsleep.com. Gee, I really wish we had somebody to play basketball with. Well, you do now because Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Tournament is back in Hastings. Five-on-five action, March 15th to 17th. Men's and women's divisions with a four-game guarantee. Register now at HastingsYMCA.net slash Whoopers dash Hoopers. Save $25 if registered by February 1st. Deadline, March 1st. Join the Whoopers and Hoopers Basketball Bash in Hastings and win big. Brought to you in part by ESPN Tri-Cities, News Channel Nebraska, and KHAS Radio. 
You're watching sports on one of the many TVs and all of a sudden you get hungry. That's okay. If you're at Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney, they not only have all those TVs, but they cook too. You never have to stay home and watch alone. Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in Kearney has a full menu and a full bar. Jersey's offers daily lunch and dinner and drink specials. Get to Jersey's Sports Bar and Grill in the Vista Point Shopping Center in North Kearney, where the game and the grill are always on. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Calling all superheroes. Did you know that 221 children in Kearney and Buffalo County, Nebraska this year alone entered the court system due to abuse or neglect? Nobody longs for a safe and loving family more than a child in foster care. As a CASA volunteer, you show us how superheroes are not just the ones you see on TV wearing capes. There are superheroes right here in Kearney and Buffalo County. It's true they walk among us and it could be you. Become a volunteer that works side-by-side with foster children as they go through the court system. These volunteers are voices for the children. As a volunteer, you will be thoroughly trained and well-supported by professional staff to help you through each case. For more information on becoming a volunteer, go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. You could keep a child safe and make a difference in their life today. Be a superhero and go to CarneyBuffaloCountyCasa.com. A new sauna may just be the ticket for better health this year. Hello, this is Doug Datterding inviting you to see how using a Finleo sauna can help your body detoxify itself, reduce stress levels, shorten cold and flu viruses, plus much more. We offer state-of-the-art traditional Finleo saunas utilizing steam and aromatherapy oils or Finleo infrared saunas. See us at Detterding stores in Kearney and Grand Island. Choose better things at Detterding's. It's a quality of life. Doug and Daddy Show, Doug to Brandon Bennett's with you here in the Midway Auto Dealership Broadcast booth. First month of February, Midway Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Midway, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. See, the thing about Groundhog's Day is it's kind of like that at Midway because every day, great deal, great deal, great deal. Doesn't I matter got- when you go out there, great deal. And I think I don't even have to go through the live read because you have got a uh, brand new Brandon Bennett's in your parking area vehicle. Well, I didn't realize I had a parking area, but now that you mentioned it, reserve for Brandon on Tuesdays, Thursday, yeah, that'd be all right. So I've not one, but now two. For those that know that I had past tense, a gray Dodge journey, and it served me well, and I needed to upgrade both size and uh, capacity, so I went and got me. bigger for the kids? No, don't start that rumor, Douglas. That's not even funny. But I needed something a little larger, so I went and got me a 2021 Dodge Durango. So thanks to Heath and Nick and the rest of the guys for putting me into it yesterday and drove off with it yesterday afternoon. You have no idea until you buy a new-to-you vehicle how much crap you have in your car. Oh, yeah. It's like moving houses. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to take me five minutes. A half an hour later, I'm still digging stuff out of stow-and-go places, Uh figuring out where I'm going to put it into the new Durango. But, yes, new one, a little more technology-friendly, all-wheel drive, sits up a little taller, which is not a bad thing for me. Got my salt, Salt Life sticker in the back, so... It's all brandonified now. You're going to love the new license plate. You're going to really? love the new license plate. <laughs> well, it says Midway now. I'll go with that. It says Midway now, but you're going to love the new license but plate. But the thing that just made me smile and grin from ear to ear when I saw the updated vehicle, Mr. Carney High, Mr. UNK, Mr. Northwest Missouri State, Dave in Florida, For all you that think that Brandon's a communist, it is the brightest red Durango I have ever seen. I didn't like the features on the white one. I didn't like the features on the charcoal gray. And this one, 
wasn't crazy about the red, but with everything else that I needed and wanted, it had it. So next yes. thing you know, he's going to be going to Husker events. He's going to have big red decals on there. I went to a Husker event on Saturday. That'll be excellent. Yeah, that does not count. You did not. No, you went to an Iowa event on Saturday. Where the Huskers played. You went right. to an Iowa event. It had nothing to do with Nebraska. Zero percent to do with Nebraska. Well, I figure I'm in You good. have a red Dodge Durango, and there's nothing you can do about that now until you get a different vehicle. And I figure I'm in good company because Broderson's ride is also red. So I, uh, I'm i just swinging from his tree one, big once old again. Tree. Big old tree, big old red truck. Yeah. All right. So there you go. And uh, again, thanks to Midway for taking care of you. Uh, Hastings College's Veronica Pinkerton, the NAIA Women's National Indoor Track Athlete of the Week, of course, was the conference winner. And Kiera Anderson, who we've talked about, the Field Athlete of the Week. So uh, congratulations to those young ladies as they continue to do good things for the Broncos. Speaking of young ladies and the FKC uh, girls semifinals tonight at Kearney High, today is... National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. So for all the girls out there, all the women out there, whether you are a Title IX trailblazer from years ago or just because you've seen girls wrestling, you want to get into it, you were at Volleyball Day in Nebraska, and now you're hooked, whatever that looks like. So congratulations to all of those past, present, and future and celebrating today. One of those things you really don't hear about unless it pops up, and I just happen to be one of those that randomly pops up, and everything's a day day. There's National Mm -hmm. Ice Cream Day. There's National Red Make Fun of Your Vehicle Day. Well, today is also National Girls and Women's in Sports Day, so congratulations and tip of the cap to all the women and girls in sports. Congrats for being female. He said it, not me. Uh, well, start of Black History Month. It's uh, there's going to be a lot of that uh, that we hear, and so you get to have some of that same cool stuff that pops up from year to year. And for me, in sports, the cool part about it and Title IX's anniversary, fifty years a, uh, a year ago, and and things like this is you do get to see some cool highlights of for us past sporting events and and maybe when it comes to history month there's a few other things that go along there maybe it's something that happened in movies tv or or whatever the case is those to me uh, are the coolest things about when you're honoring whoever it is that uh, you're you're honoring and there will be some things going on uh already uh, press releases and things about whether it's unk uh, or hastings or huskers or whoever it is uh, doing special honorings you know last week was winter sports officials week so they always said something about anybody ahead of a basketball or a wrestling uh, contest number one reason that somebody doesn't make it to at least their third year in officiating of any sport is lack of sportsmanship so any time that we can tip the cap and congratulate any sports official especially if they're in the winter time more power to us yeah, got to have a nice little officiating discussion with a buddy of mine yesterday, too. It's just, got to watch it, folks, and I get it. When I was younger, I know I had a couple of moments before I was even into the commentating uh, where I can tell the story, and you just got to be careful, and especially when the game's a 30-point blowout, and that doesn't even matter, basketball, football. You know, there's there are times where, yes, they may have traveled, but you know what? There's 27 fouls called. We need to kind of keep things moving along here. We're going to let a few of these things go. And uh, I, I think there's a lot of fans uh, in the stands that don't understand that, uh, that are new, that maybe their kids are just getting involved or they weren't a sports family and they're coming to watch their nephew or their next-door neighbor or things like that and just yell incessantly for no reason. Although I, I can tell you this, it I don't know what the officials would tell you. For me this year, it doesn't seem as bad. So that's cool. That's good. I mean, yeah, every once in a while you're going to hear somebody, and there's times where I'm looking at the game. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And you go, they might have missed that one. And again, that's just an opinion, just like blowing the whistle is. It's an opinion, but you're right pretty much every time when they do that. I think, and I've said this for many times for many years, that everyone should have an opportunity to work some kind of job, whether it's entry level, not to demean those that are doing it, but work at some kind of entry level job that is heavily involved with dealing with the public. Like I've never really worked fast food 
But when I was in college, I worked for three years at Walmart dealing with the level of input that you have to deal with. You know, back in the days when you were being paged on the red line and you were taking phone calls and dealing with people who needed help at one place or your your counter, your your checkout area, if you were like in the, the old school music department where you could check out there. That's a lot of prioritization. That's a lot of work to be done. And of course, you're on your feet for eight or nine hours a day. I've also said that everybody should at some point in time have to try and be an official. I was an official in junior high, high school, early college. And sure enough, I learned a lot about life, liberty, and how to treat people being an official. What is com- what has good, Florida Dave good in debate jumped in with here? Did you know that that's what this was? Yeah, Florida Dave. The has look answered. on your face tells me everything about what Florida Dave is yeah. going to bomb me with. After here. referencing you and where your communist status is starting to come down a little bit, he goes, "I also got him to like barbecue from a restaurant in Florida. Our little bird is coming around, or should I say, Big Bird?" Well, we'll see about that. Now, continuing on with officiating, Chris Collins was not very happy uh, with the officiating last night in the Northwestern Purdue game, uh, a game that I was watching and watching uh, in a couple of uh, social settings. And I first looked at it and I went, wow, Northwestern's one of two at the line and Purdue is 15 of 25. Oh. And uh, it got worse from there. He got ejected with under two seconds to go in the ball game, where actually the time had kind of run out, but the official, Collins, ran. He came onto the court oh. to address an official. And, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was you know something he's not supposed to do, but he right. definitely got the attention of the official who teed him up and ejected him from the game. And quickly, I know a lot of people looked up, what was the spread? <laughs> did it affect it? Because he got four free oh, throws, and it yeah. did not. It did not. What would have been like a three- or five-point game in overtime ended up being nine, I think it was. But Purdue had a 46-8 to advantage in just attempts from the free throw line in an overtime game where you scored 100 points. The largest free throw attempt gap in Big Ten Conference games over the past 25 seasons, according to the ESPN stats and information. The discrepancy also was the second largest across all of Division I this season, trailing only Northeastern's 51-9 free throw advantage against Old Dominion back on December the 2nd. Yeah, you got Zach Eady, but like Coach Collins says, hey, I got Boo Booey. Here's a first-team all-conference player, and he didn't even go to the line, and it's not because he didn't take it to the rack. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely something where hopefully somebody goes back and watches the game uh, that's in the in the office and the officials, and they grade these guys. So it's one where you pick down. Again, I'm never saying that it shouldn't have been that way, but that is that is very strange if it's something that hadn't happened in over 25 years. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more on the Doug and Daddy Show in a moment. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years. From personal banking to mortgage, business, and more, Five Points continuously finds ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. Offering the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Five Points Bank innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Better choices, better service. Five Points Bank of Grand Island, Kearney, and Hastings. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Imagine a job where your inner child could be released. Franklin County Roads is here to make your inner child's dreams come true. Make a good living maintaining the roads of Franklin County. Come on, what little kid didn't want to drive a real Tonka machine and play in the dirt all day? To find out how you can help get started living your inner childhood dreams, stop by the Roads Department at 1215G Road, Franklin, Nebraska, or call 308-425-3710 from 9 to 4, Monday through Thursday. Don't have a CDL? That's okay. Franklin County will pay for your schooling. Franklin County Roads Department is an equal opportunity employer. 
Escape Ordinary by heading to Cunningham's downtown or Cunningham's on the lake in Kearney. You'll enjoy the coldest draft beer in town, happy hour specials, and great food. An outstanding place to relax with friends after work, on the weekends, or any time to escape everything. Plus, you can dance and listen to their live bands every weekend at the downtown location. It's a great time every time when you escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal, on the bricks, and Cunningham's on the lake, Kearney. Doug and Daddy, Doug and Doug and Daddy show with Brandon Bennett and uh, producer Danny with you here in studio, getting ready for some tacos at Taco John as we are winding out January and into February. Don't forget the two dollars off their six pack and a pound, six soft shells or crispy tacos, and you can mix and match them. They're so good. Then you throw in a pound of potato olays. What's better than a six pack and a pound? A twelve pack and two pounds. I was. Yes, you see, that's a that's that's what makes this a great team here. Because as soon as you said what makes that better, my immediate thought was instead of a six pack and a pound. Because now instead of the two things of potato olays, you can get extra large potato oh. olays to go with that. So you can get a six pack and more than a pound, which that's then what just makes, makes you get even more cheese, nacho cheese sauce. Well, yeah, or guac or. Pico or whatever it is you like to enjoy. And more visits to the cardiologist. <laughs> That's so good. And don't forget to join their Bigger, Better, Bolder Rewards loyalty program and get free food while you're doing it. Taco John's Bigger, Better, Bolder, two locations in Kearney. There you go. Anything that you wanted to address today on this day that Dan Quinn has been named the new head coach of the Washington Commanders, and of course Stephen A. Smith doesn't like it, and I'm not even going to listen to why, because it's probably something to do with the Dallas Cowboys. It's one of those things that Stephen A. and the rest of the talking heads have to have something they don't like. Rare is it someone that you can listen to for more than 15 to 20 minutes and actually get good things said. I can think of Dave Ramsey on the national scale. But otherwise, and and I've said this before, any kind of Democrat politician could come out and say the water is wet and sky is blue and Rush Limbaugh, when he was still alive, (laughs) would still have made fun of them somehow because you've got to fill up that, I don't know, three or four hours, however long he was on every day. And now whoever's doing his show got to do the same thing. The guys from Fox News, they've got to do that. Well, ESPN's got to fill their quote-unquote column inches. They've got to fill their minutes and seconds. So they go out and they find reasons not to like things, even sometimes when they have to contradict themselves. And after a while, the cacophony just becomes overwhelming and you just tune out. I would be all for ESPN TV going back to having Denise Austin, Bodies by Galad, and then the strongman, Marius Pujanowski, throwing Atlas stones for three straight hours. Bring that back. No, 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 no. Although, world's strongest man, we, we lost that. Not as much Canadian football. Okay. Rug, not, much, not as much rugby, but no. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Because you're not sitting there watching it 24-7, maybe like you used to. Maybe on the background. Yeah. 21 years in a row, Amherst has won the conference wrestling tournament. So congratulations to those young men. And uh, Franklin gets the second-place trophy by a half a point over Highline yesterday in the Fort Kearney Twin Valley Conference uh, tournament. And uh, for the girls, Franklin comes away as the champion of that. I'm doing the math here, which is scary for a history major. 21 years in a row. That means you could have won it, and your son could have won it. And you never would have broken the streak. That is, that is something else. Wow, it's scary. It is. You're talking about. Where's the line is coming up? Andy and the gang will have a chance to look back at the championship games in football. A lot of basketball talk. Of course, they always get into uh, what's going to be going on in the Super Bowl. Their early thoughts there. What's going on in basketball? Maybe some futures out there for you as well. They love the UFC and MMA, so uh, that's going to be coming up for you as well here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Then tomorrow, uh, Jimmy's back in, and uh, we'll get a chance to get you ready for the weekend. Of course, the Pro Bowl touch flag football game is coming up this weekend and all the things that uh, preclude the Super Bowl. How do you, you got your Super Bowl plans? I think so. I think Ooh. we're having a little office gathering 
at uh, one of the guys in my office place. So we're waiting for that to be determined this Saturday. Will you be cooking? Will you be the grill master, or do you just like bring something? Also TBD. I think right now that he's got a grill that's big enough that we can fit everybody on it. If not, yes, I will bring mine. And we will throw burgers, and I've got some brats. And uh, we can also, we've talked about actually having a full prime rib roast that we'll just stick in his oven and let it go for a couple of hours and carve up some prime rib. Plans to be determined. I'll let you know in a week. <laughs> Give me the meat and cheese tray from Big Dally's Deli. Give me some shrimp. Give me uh, chicken wings from B-Dubs. Uh, again, congratulations to Carly, our champ from earlier this week. Uh, they they don't have to worry about what they're having for the Super Bowl party because they get to have it from uh, B-Dubs. What are you doing for a Super Bowl? Uh, I bounce around. I bounce around. Usually it's a sports bar. Uh, just hang out with the gang. Uh, it, you know, house party, fine, uh, but it's probably just going to be one of the uh, sports bar food type restaurant places. Play along with this. Obviously, it's a high ticket. It's like $10,000. Yeah. If someone gave you the ticket or if you had $10,000 laying around, would you go to watch the Super Bowl? If somebody gave me the ticket, yeah. Uh, would I spend 10000 No. Not even if I had it lying around. I wouldn't think. I mean, I get it. Some people, the $10,000 to Warren is not what $10,000 is to us. I, I get that. But, yeah, I'd go to the Super Bowl. I'd yeah. go to the Super Bowl. I think it would be cool to attend. Just for the experience. Absolutely. Something, yep. something different. Yeah. We, we'd actually be fans as opposed to the people that wouldn't even know who played in the game because they're in a corporate box. Right. Hey, thanks to Anthony Noreen, Kendall Grayson, Tri-City Storm, Trey Rossman, Ravenna, coach of uh, wrestling coaches. They get ready for the duels. You can always check out uh, our Doug and Daddy show. We're up on Apple and iTunes and Spotify, but ESPNSuperstation.com is the easiest place to find it and listen to our shows and all of our sporting events, whether it's high school or Hastings College. We've got them there for you, and we will see you tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy show. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carnage. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over!